Lay. Zer. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Till uh. the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Just remember when you come up. All right, thank you for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we are stepping into the buffet line. It has been a little long while since we have stepped into the buffet line, and we are Chris's new office, new place of work, a new setting that we have never recorded in before. We have fancy chairs. It's very 2018, this setting. And we have a fancy guest. And we have a fancy guest. Um, his name, and let me know if I pronounce this wrong, is Basil? Nope. It's not, it's not like the it's okay, not like the so, herb. So it's we're, not like we're the at a buffet, spice. so I mean, I guess you get multiple tries. Okay. <laughs> if we're gonna go with the Basil. gimmick. There you go. Okay. Boom. Basil. Third time's a charm, my friend. Um, what do you want me to call you? Do you want me to call you Basil? Basil's to, perfectly fine. Do you want me to call you? Your Twitter handle is Bezzy. Is Bezzy. Bezzy. Yeah. Let's just butcher everything. Let's just get it all over. B e e four Z's and a Y. Yes, sir. Bezzy. <laughs> it doesn't matter it again uh basil or basil excuse me thank you for joining uh introduce yourself you have the floor uh thank you for having me on chris and charlie okay uh i am a photographer slash promo recorder i guess sure for yeah. aw promo f- cinematographer yes for uh aw and freelance mainly nice um yeah, that's that's the bulk of it. I'm not anything fancy. I just watch a lot of wrestling, and now I'm involved in it somehow. Exactly, and that <laughs> the, you're awesome. the ty- type, uh, perfect type of guest that we like to have on. We like to have on guests, and not just an abundance of wrestlers. Um, and that's the way we like to do things. So I know it's been, it you've been, uh, we've been talking about this for some time, right? We've kind of, yeah, good. F- Four months, months or so? in the making. Months. Yeah. It's been months. Right. We kind of built up the <laughs> the hype. Um, not not so much over the podcast, but like between ourselves. We oh yeah, I mean that doesn't of, of matter or anything like that. It's it's between us. We're all friends and right, stuff like right. that. I don't. And you're a part of the list. I am. Oh, I am the list. I am on the list. You are on the list of 2018. You yes. did make the list, and that's probably just because we, uh, you know, every honored. every couple of weeks we spend like four hours in the same room, right, <laughs> at all these shows. Um, and someone who, who Chris, when Chris and I started going to a lot of the shows and started Two Heels in a Face, someone we met, um, you know, right off the bat, and someone that we always wanted to have on and just never have. But when the list came out, your name was on it. And here we are. I feel very honored. So thank you for having me. Of course, of course. And you made the drive from Schaumburg, which well, was... I, I live I live in Logan, but now was, you live in Logan, right? You now, recently moved there. I yeah, about yeah, October. So I mean, yeah. it's been a decent while. But I was in Schaumburg. I was business. Mm-hmm. I had a business lunch. We'll just call okay. It. Yeah. There's ma- there's many of those happening in Schaumburg, <laughs> very businessy area. So now you're close to where you have to go on most Fridays and Saturdays, right? Logan and and most shows are run in Logan Square. Correct? Logan, so. which is literally around the corner from my house. So when the weather's nice, I just walk over there, which nice. is a beautiful thing. I'm looking forward to the weather getting back. Not to throw in weather banter because I hate doing that, but when I was walking here, mm-hmm. I felt like my fingers were going to fall off. Let, let's be honest. We put up as Chicagoans. We put up with the weather. We don't complain about it. But we all like the better weather. We like going to the beach. We like being outside. We Absolutely. like walking around, not paying right. for Ubers and lifts. And right, right. It's Absolutely. just what we prefer. But we deal with it because we're Chicagoans. Yeah. All right. Well, I won't complain anymore then. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not complaining. We're just 
So we have a question. <laughs> What's up? Uh, this is a question we ask all of our guests, and I know you listen to the podcast, so thank you for that, first of all. And this is a question you've probably heard us ask before, but we want to know, we want to get down to the to the, the beginning, the roots, and ask you this question about, wh- and the question is, uh, what do you love about wrestling? What are the aspects that you love about wrestling? I love feeling lost. Okay. If that makes any, I like. Yeah, I, do, I think Tell it, me it makes sense. Getting. Yeah. <laughs> I like forgetting about everything that's outside of that ring, outside of the promos. Okay. Just you just get you just feel something. Yeah. And whether it makes you feel good, makes you feel bad, it makes you feel something. And that's the best part about wrestling. Okay. And even still to this day, like even though now I'm really close with everything, I still try not to get myself too close. Okay. Cuz I love feeling shocked. I love feeling surprised. Or right. Like, happy or whatever i love that feeling of accomplishment after the end of a match or something like that mm-hmm. when you see something that you've been involved with or you feel attached to a storyline of some sort yeah and you see like a payoff like it's all worth it right chris and i have talked about that before like the uh, uh, the best matches that we watch are matches where we're almost like in a trance like state like if a match can really bring you in and to the point where after the match is over, you kind of like break that trance light state. Like there's nothing else. There's nothing else that could grab your attention while watching that match. That, yeah. Those are the best matches. Right. Like we've, there are times where feeling. you just feel exhausted right after. Perfect <laughs> example has been <laughs> yes. the uh, anything lately with David Starr and Eddie Kingston. Okay. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. anything like that. They just they both put a hundred percent into their promos, into their matches. Whether they have to hate each other, or they have right. Eddie has to put up with David now and wrestling and. Uh, just all that. It just something that makes you forget that you're watching just wrestling. Right. Just, you just are involved. Yep. What uh what are you were you a fan growing up? Oh yes. I have been man, I can't even tell you a time I wasn't watching wrestling. Okay. Like, so you didn't have the lull that we usually talk about, the the mid like two thousand mid two thousands. No, I watched you know the entire I watched that entire time. Okay. I watched I I never stopped. Okay. Like I've always watched Raw, even mm-hmm. if it's bad, if it's good, because I feel like when those good times come, you're yeah. not hearing about it, and that's worth it. That's what I mean, like getting lost. Like sometimes you have to go through these low points and stuff like you're that, right. and you understand the investment in watching. There's like, a payoff. Going There's always the going to be a payoff. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So exactly, and it's continuous, a continuous storyline. Yeah. Um, so, like, what were some of the things that? Did you have that feeling that you're talking about? Did you have that feeling as a kid, or what was something that like got, that like hooked you on it as as a child growing um, up? Um, I I mean, I don't know how you can't, but Austin Stone okay. Cold, like right Stone Cold, DX, Triple H, Sean Taker, Kane, all that. I was a WWE guy. Like I was, I would watch WCW for the first hour. Okay, watch the cruiser, the cruiser rates, rates. Right, right, right. We all did, but then eight yeah. o'clock rolled around Central Standard, which is the real time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. I I turned on Raw. I was never one who switched back and forth. Okay. Like, just when WWE was on, I turned on WWE. Right. And I watched it straight. Exactly. So uh, pay per views. Did you watch that? I would watch as many pay per views as I can. As a nine and ten year old, you really aren't gifted with sixty dollar pay per views. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I didn't. I don't remember watching that many during the year because my mom just refused to pay. Like um, I, I probably would have too at that rate. I refused think to besides pay for them. yeah, I think besides mm-hmm. Mania, I never really 
got pay-per-views. Okay. Like, Mania was the one that I would beg for. Be like, it's once a year. Let me get, right. let me get Mania. Um, my first pay-per-view I can remember watching, um, not, like, at a show, was King of the Ring 98. My, my, my buddy across the street had it. I was outside playing. I remember. Do you remember who, which one that was or who, oh, or you who d- won that? Oh, yeah. Shamrock. Okay, Shamrock. Oh. Yeah, Shamrock. Yeah, yeah. He beat and The Rock, right? The, yeah. And then mm-hmm. that's the uh, that's the Mankind uh, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. Oh, yes. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you, okay. had, and then you also had Kane Austin uh, in the Kane first Austin. blood match. Right, that right, was right. the yeah. continuation of the brother story. Yeah, I remember that match. That match was a little strange for me just because, like, Kane had a mask, so how do you know if he's bleeding or how oh, do you make him bleed? And when he went to First Blood, out of nowhere, he, he his uh, his costume had an extra sleeve. Because remember when he had the right arm that was bare? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when the First Blood happened, all he had bare was his hand, and I was like, what is this? This I've is I've never cheating. noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, th- I don't know, they probably did it to protect just in case, because right. I think they wanted Kane, but like, as a kid, you're just like, eh, whatever, it's Kane, he's... He's from hell. Right. Yeah. I have to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Um, so uh, photography, what got, what, when did you start doing that? And then how did you start doing it for like these promotions? Or even see, see the opportunity to be the one to do that? Okay. So none of this was planned. Okay. Like my intention was never to be like, I'm buying a camera. I'm getting in the wrestling business. Yeah. I'm never paying for tickets. I got my one-way ticket. It was never <laughs> like that. Um, I actually, how it started is I got a drone earlier this year, nice. or, uh, 2017. I got a drone. Okay. Was flying that all around the city, all stuff like that. Probably flying at places I shouldn't have, like over Soldier Field. Right. And, I know there are, there are some laws, right? Oh, there's a places. ton of laws right. and I broke right. every single right. one of them. Okay. I, <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, like flying over Soldier Field, over anywhere over Lake Michigan, Navy Pier. And I thought I would be into the video aspect and I really got into the photo aspect of it. Okay. So then I bought a camera and and I was like, mm, I'll just start taking pictures of scenery and stuff. And then I was like, eh, I'm front row at AEW shows because I've been going to front row at AEW shows forever. Right. So just take pictures there. Just my enjoyment, my yeah. fun, nothing. Yeah. It, there was no intentions ever. Okay. Well, Trent, who has been on this podcast before, right. a very good friend of mine. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Uh, he's a good brother, brother. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's been telling me forever. He's been trying to get me into AAW in some aspect. And I'm just like, I don't want to just be a crew member or something like that. Like, I love being a fan. I love being, I love watching wrestling. Right. At the end of the day, like, I don't want to, lo- I didn't want to lose that. Correct. And, so I was just taking pictures, and then they liked the work I was putting. I was putting on my Instagram, and Keith Lipinski, yeah, Doctor yeah, yeah. Keith, uh-huh. he was like, "Hey, do you have your camera on you?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, might need you for something." So I was like, "Okay." Yeah. And then the next show, did it. Did it again. Needed to take a promo picture for them, and then next thing you know, I'm talking to Mike and Danny from the owners of AEW, and right. Mike's like, "Uh." Let's do some video and stuff like that. And we did this B-roll footage and we put it on YouTube. And then Mm -hmm. that got off really well. Everybody was like, at first, like, what is this fan doing backstage? And and then everybody saw the work and then everybody was really happy. Right. You know how it goes. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. the next show, hey, we need you ringside. Okay. Then the show after that, ringside. After that, ringside. And then 
here we are. Right. <laughs> you started as a jobber and then you worked your way yeah, up. Yeah, I worked my way card. up the ranks. <laughs> <the other>. Right. <laughs> uh, so when you were saying when you were saying you were you were flying around with your drone, so you were taking pictures along with video. With yes, that drone. I would do both. I would do both okay. more with one another. Okay, and then the photos started. What just coming out better than, or they they piqued your interest more? Than I think the, I just then. had more interest in trying to get a better shot because okay, with I mean with social media and everything, yeah, you can record a video and stuff like that, but there's not like one instance that you remember like when we think of the the Muhammad Ali fight, you think of that one moment where he did oh, the knockout. Was, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. Nobody. How, I mean, how many of us can remember that fight? Uh, or what happened? Like no, exactly. I don't even. But know. But you know that picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's moments. Correct. Austin, Austin Hart. You think With the of blood. you mm-hmm. think of the exactly. Right. That's it's moments, and I love that. And yeah. what is a what is a moment that you think you've captured? That's like that's my shit right there. That that I've done yeah. recently. Yeah, a proud one. It's a good question. Ooh, that's an that's an interesting one because there's a lot of, I mean, re, I know it's it's just super recent. We're gonna touch on it, but yeah. I mean. ACH winning that title. Yeah. There was a ton of emotion. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that I really like. Um, anytime, oh man, any Matt Riddle, anything like that. Anybody who put, or David Starr, I should say. Okay. Another one. He's so great with emotions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when you get that, like there was, there's just, when he's cutting a promo, it's just facial expressions, stuff okay. like that. Anything like that, they all are really good. I don't think I've had that one defining okay. part I mean, yet. I thought the pictures that you took of, of Havoc were very, like the picture with the belt. And oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, those best backstage pictures that you take. Those like are, yeah. yeah those right, are. Once you won the title. And I, I enjoy those, those a lot. Yeah. Because, um, they're, one, they're cleaner. You can mm-hmm. control it. With wrestling pictures in the ring. There's not a lot to control. It's right. You might take, you know, mm-hmm. 2,000, but you can only use 100 or something like it's, that. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what ends up happening. Okay. There's a lot. But, yeah, I like doing the promo stuff. Um, I did some stuff recently for Ethan Page for his A1 promotion. Oh, cool. Um, I, I saw that he was complaining that nobody was using his updated oh, picture. Yeah. No, no, he never <laughs> had an updated that. picture. So okay. I actually approached him. And I go, dude, I hate how young you look in these pictures from four years ago. <laughs> I know. And he doesn't even look like mean or like, uh, it, no, d- d- it doesn't fit his not, personality at all. It's not him. Yeah, right, right. And everybody needs a refresh. Like everybody. There's not, there shouldn't, nobody should be relying on older pictures. So he's a good person in my opinion. So I approached him and, hey, let's just do something really quick. Nothing was planned. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just on the fly. I'm like, hey, do you have your Southside belt on you? He's like, yeah. I was like. Dude. And that's smart, too, because he's going to be defending that in multiple places. Yeah, so they he's could defended it. Any time he defends that, they can Yeah, he's defended it at A1. He's defended it at Freelance. Right. Because that's where, that's where I actually I got the idea from is it was just a post-match picture of him and his belt, and he was all sweaty. And that's just – it doesn't – it's good for social media, but it's not good for promotional. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, is that something that you think you're going to ask more people to do if you see one that's outdated? Yes, I, that's, it's just, it's an opportunity. Yeah. And I feel like with wrestling, if you don't take every opportunity, yeah, you get, you just get, I'm trying to figure out what's left behind, maybe left behind, or you just get complacent. Yeah. And I don't want that. I always want to feel a need to do something. Yeah. That's good. I think there's a couple, I won't say I'm on the air because. I don't know who listens to this, but I think there's like a couple of people that come to mind where like I feel like they could use an updated promo, 
photo. So like maybe we'll talk after and I'll just show you who I've noticed. <laughs> I don't, and you I can. don't disagree. And you haven't even had to tell me. Okay. Like that's a, okay. there's plenty. There's plenty that we that I agree that there's a lot of just avenues that need to be. Yeah. Right, Absolutely. and the, the 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 ironic part about that, and like Chris and I have helped. Chris and I help currently help freelance with some things, and um, and you work do you do work for them as well, correct? Yeah. Freelance so, um, best example is probably the last two posters have had updated pictures of Shug D, um, cool. to yes. uh, the four star heroes, um, and Ethan Page. They're all updated, and they're all from you. They're all from me. So okay, cool. that's just I'm always there. I, like. I don't do as much ringside because there's a lot of people who do like Ichiban. Um, yeah. And then yeah. there's mm-hmm. the other girl. And I'm not here to take anyone's correct. spot. Correct. So I'm up. You're to, just here I'm, to contribute to the, to the whole. Exactly. Wherever, right. wherever I'm needed, that's where I do. And that's where I feel more, most comfortable with that company. Right. But AAW, it's a lot more hands-on. It's just, you find your role. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I was going to say, what's ironic is um, these promotions the promotions as a whole, not to discredit anyone's work, but they could use that extra boost in marketing. But the ironic part is they don't have the budget for it. So it's like someone who needs it the most doesn't really have the budget to potentially pay. So like a lot of work are done like as favors and like, and we're happy to do that as well. Uh, but that's just the ironic part that I wanted to touch on. So it's almost like if someone were to invest money in a company, then they could really, you know, but who's going to do that? So. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's always there's always behind the scenes talk of what can or cannot be done or yeah you're riding a fine line with that budget yeah and you're, you're trying to be resourceful and I'm still sense. extremely green before I can make certain suggestions to telling how someone how mm-hmm. somebody should run a company of any oh sort. absolutely <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely um, and I'm not saying that but just from like the marketing aspect but um is that all anyone else you're you're currently helping out in the, um, in the area. I mean, I know Zello has used a picture of mine, okay. but like, I haven't worked directly with them. Okay. Um, it's just mainly freelance and AEW, and cool. then if anybody approaches me, I'm. Are more, you open to those opportunities? I'm always open. I mean, do you do any other like any other type of uh, photography gigs? Well, I mean, I've done stuff for um, my nine to five. Is I'm a manager for Sprint and stuff like that. So okay. we recently had a holiday party. And I got, I actually got paid to be, while I was at the party trying to celebrate and get my own awards and whatnot, and nice. I was running back and forth taking pictures for them, and I actually got paid for it, which cool. is, it's always a good thing, so, yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm not close to anything. There's, if my schedule can fit it, I'll do it, Yeah. and if, as long as it's nothing, like, outlandish or anything like right. that, I mean, but no, I mean, it's the, it's the drone shots and wrestling are the two things that I gravitate towards, like absolutely, I can't wait for the nicer weather. Yeah, so I can, <laughs> get the so drone can, back out there and start <laughs> getting into unwarranted yeah, airspace. Fl- I'm not flying a drone in, in <laughs> four degree windshield weather and right. stuff like that. So right, exactly. Um, cool. So that was oh man, I didn't even introduce the buffet line. I should have done that. Uh, but we're in the buffet line right now. Okay. Um, the buffet line is a type of just a structured way to talk about a lot of different types of wrestling information. So for those of you who are new listeners, uh, so the salad bar is what we just went through. The salad bar is, uh, quick takes and I guess fresh perspectives. Um, a lot of it was just getting to know our guest here, which is great. And, um, and it's, you know, for quicker, shorter conversations, the main course is where we get real deep into actual like specific shows that have happened, whether it be 
things we've seen on TV or just things local to Chicago. And then the dessert section is for guilty pleasures. And that's where we talk about, I mean, you can see it. We're staring at an agenda on the screen and there's like some different things to talk about in that section. Like we have a announcement for something we're going to be doing in March. Um, we have a take home fan question for you, the listener. So stick around for that. And then we're going to update everyone on our fantasy wrestling league that we have brought to you by dropthebelt.com. That's a free plug. You're welcome. Um, all right, Chris, do you want to, we have some sponsor, uh, updates for the right. month of February. So I know last time we, uh, we recorded, we, you know, we were in talks with Martin about throwing up, uh, the two heels promo code on the wrestling with unicorns. Right. And that is live. And I believe we actually said 10% that has increased to a 15%. Off. It is, it is 15%. <laughs> right. <laughs> we had our own promo code wrong. So, but, you know. uh, yeah, wrestling with unicorns, Martin, he's, uh, he's going to be making the rounds this weekend too, or the, in the upcoming weeks. So he'll Always. be at freelance, mm. uh, He's going to be I'm a Black Label Pro. Black Label Pro. I'm going out to Ohio with him um, in, what, what, that's the, the, 16th? the 16th, yeah. And then oh, we come back to Chicago with Logan on the 17th. Yep. And the tour day night, though. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, that, that's it for now. But, like, you could reach out to Martin and purchase your T-shirt pins uh, using the promo code 2HEELS. And if, if you're going to see them. Number 2. Heels. Number 2 HEELS. Right? All one word. And if you see them, you're gonna you know you could save on on shipping, which shipping is like five bucks. I think. Right, you can so. pick up the shirt that you buy that's already fifteen percent off from him at the show, and then you don't have to pay for shipping. Yeah, and it's just for the month only for the month of February. We released an article too in our all all types of stuff tab uh, on right. twoheelsandaface.com, and the article because the article explains what wrestling with unicorns is. It's really a brand to represent independent promotions and wrestlers and give them a lift. Um, mainly in the social media space, but just give them a lift in the awareness area. And it's it's run by a person with a big heart and who loves uh, this. Uh, who loves business. unicorns and yeah. He's wrestling. a lovely individual. Yes. <laughs> he really is. He's positive mindset. I mean, always. I know I'm getting involved in the sponsor plug, but man, he. You can get involved. You can't. I can't say. <laughs> I can't say enough positive things about the kid. He's. He has the right mindset, so spot, support him. Yeah, don't support do it for us. Support two heels and a face and use their promo code and uh, save money and... Uh, get a cool t-shirt. Get a cool t-shirt and Chicago love. And I will actually see you in Ohio for PW Revolver. Nice. So. Nice. You guys, I want to... Uh, I'm not going, but maybe like I can make signs or something. We need to. <laughs> it needs to be a Pat Monix. I mean, there's a lot of great wrestlers. Destroy on that Pat Monix right now. Oh, you're, you're destroy Pat Monix. I'm a, I'm I'm on the destroy Pat Monix. Oh, okay. uh, wow. So we're gonna have to. We're, <laughs> we'll talk to everyone later. We're gonna uh, cut off the podcast right now, and we're kicking uh, we're kicking Bezzy out. Destroy Pat Monix. Um, <laughs> um, I just said your name wrong again. Too. Yes, you did. So destroy um, Pat Monix again. No. Um, that is not what we're about. Uh, but Let's for the people on. who are going there to support Pat, you want to create signs? Maybe I'll create signs. Or um, I'm actually not going as a fan though. So I'm actually you? I'm helping out Sammy and uh, PW Revolver that. Oh, weekend. okay. I'm actually doing. You're hiding little, that from us. I well, I was. We were gonna get involved into that, and uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm doing that the whole Naito tour. So. The tour day night. Are you going to to, to uh, Glory Pro? I'm as doing well? all three, brother, brother. You're going all Whoa. three. All three. Great. If you know anyone who needs free GA tickets to that show, 
All they got to do is leave us a review on iTunes with the hashtag #BeatUpJPA. I know some. Uh, I know some St. Louis brothers that probably uh, cool. didn't get the that didn't get the tickets that want to go. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think they're still available, but these are free. Oh, so if God. they don't want to pay for them. No, they're actually all three shows are sold out for all oh, three cool. all three all nights. Never mind. All Never three mind. promotions are, are sold out. That's even better. That makes it even more enticing for these tickets. Yeah. So all you need, or you're just gonna get a forwarded email from me, and voila, because Chris and I can't go anymore. Yep. Um, so yeah, leave us iTunes review. Just type in two heels in a face iTunes. You'll find it. It has our old logo, a light blue logo, and yeah. that's us. And just leave <laughs> us a review, hashtag beat up GPA, and send us proof of it. The, the, the DMs are open, and I will yes. agree to beat up GPA. We can. I'll get rid of Pet Monix for the beat up GPA. Okay, cool. That's, All right, that's we're cool. on the same page. I'm I'm let, we let, we, we can continue and not there, stop there the There we go. Now, now we're good. Now we're good. Now we're back. Always beat up GPA. Um, so let's dive course. into the main course. Yeah. Uh, so, AEW Chaos Theory, I, ha- I brought this up because I'm interested in the show, because you were there. Chris yes. and I were not. Um, BZ is making the towns. He's making towns, <laughs> brother, right now. And ACH is the new AEW champion. That's one of the new stories out of, out of this. Um, can you tell me about that match, and then also any other notable matches that you saw from that card that you want to uh, talk about? Because I would like to know. Yeah, that was it. Was a great match. It was a good build up with the whole Matt Riddle, um, ACH storyline. That that's that's where it stemmed off from. Correct. Uh, right. The, with the multiple draws, mm-hmm. so it's kind of good because it started off in LaSalle and yeah. ended in LaSalle, and I think this is the first time LaSalle's had a feud. Dealing with the main title that started and ended there, which I think is okay. Good observation. Yeah, because that's where the first draw happened was LaSalle. The second draw was Bourbon. The third match was at um, the third match. Well, no, yeah, that was yeah. The third was back at LaSalle, right? Was, no, that not. There was no third match. It was the. It was Riddle got the the title match against Phoenix. That's against, right. Yeah, against Phoenix. Excuse me, Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. Phoenix yes, mm-hmm. he'll get mad. Wait, was that it, Logan? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was Logan. Logan. Yeah, that I was can't. Art of War, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, War. that mm-hmm. was that was a great show overall. But yeah, that's okay. how much all these blend in sometimes to me. Right. Well, there's <laughs> a lot of content. And then ended. It's kind of cool. It touched every. It touched every place that we. That AEW runs at. That yeah, that mm-hmm. AEW oh, runs that's at. True. So I thought that was really cool, and then. The title changing hands there was a good shocker because the titles never changed hands at LaSalle. Oh, that's the first time. Yes. Okay, so cool. I don't believe I don't. I thought that was pretty unexpected, yes or no, ACH winning. Oh, very. Uh, I wouldn't say unexpected for ACH to win the title. Correct. I think, right. unex- I think everyone didn't expect it because it was LaSalle, which then in turn, hey, you never know what can happen at LaSalle. Absolutely. Yeah. And because I think there's been some time- good matches that – a lot of people have missed because they don't it's 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 an hour and a half to two hours depending on where you live yeah for sure but man closer to the two hour side <laughs> well, but i like the way the, the city, ring announcer said, puts it at what 90, 90 minutes. minutes well if, you, if you're in the burbs it's 90 minutes if you're coming from the city it's two hours right, so right, right. i drive from the burbs to there after work and then i drive to the city back okay so yeah yeah, yeah. i f- you feel it on the way home when it's one yeah. in the morning and you Right, right. <laughs> uh-huh. What were you gonna say? You were yeah, I was gonna say that uh, on the last last time we talked about this because it was one of the thirty submitted questions about oh would yes. um, ACH be the champ after LaSalle, and I think one of the things that we talked about is ACH can definitely be a champion, but we just we we were like it's not gonna happen it's just at not, LaSalle, not his time right and now. it's not his time right now. Yeah. But I mean, I I'm a hundred percent like I'm 
right behind Phoenix all the time and yes, super fan and all, but mm-hmm. I think ACH deserves the title and it was it was great. It was a surprise. I was a little upset that I, I saw that through a tweet. And yeah. I'm like I wanted to kind of be well, able to be fault. surprised. I mean, yeah, but you can't hide away from it as much as you you would want to. Yeah. But, but it's um, our for yeah, I'm looking forward to to seeing the full match, the full card of, of that show. Yeah. yeah. The the whole card the the whole card was great. Um yeah, I, I think I think I've uh, it's safe to say that missing this one and Art of War that I've got an extreme AEW FOMO. Extreme um, AEW FOMO. Have you joined Hector not liking uh, AEW yeah, anymore? Yeah, yeah. You're on the probably you're in Hector. Are you at <laughs> Art of War? You were at Art of War. Right? I was. He was okay. at Art of War. Okay, I, I guess I'm him. on a two a two missed. Streak it's just the cell, the one that's you know iffy here and there, but right. Maybe we'll say one and a half uh, missed streak. Well, uh, it all comes back together at the next AEW show. Yes, the the three amigos are reuniting. <laughs> right. Uh, Hector is going to be there for the tour de Naito day two. I'm going to be there. All so the Modelos. I'll make it up. I'll All the Modelos. To, I'll make uh, it up the track. Well, it's Logan, so there's no it's Modelos. It's Logan, so it's Coronas. It's Coronas, yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I have to do. Um, great. Any any other matches on that card that stuck out? I know Cal, it was a Callahan versus Riddle. Yes, Are that there, was... There, was there anything else that stuck out to you on AWKS? Um, man, it, do you know what... And I can pull sh- up the card if you need it. No, do you know what was a shame was uh, the Rosemary match versus Havoc heard, got she cut got, short. Got she suffered an injury. She suffered an injury, and before anybody, because I've seen some people try to bash Jessica. Okay. It wasn't her fault. It was okay. just a freak accident. Yeah. And I believe it was Rosemary's knee that went out or something okay. like that, but Ugh. it wasn't due to carelessness okay. or anything like that. So I just wanna, I just wanna nip that in the butt right, right. now because. It's wrestling, yeah, and Correct. stuff ha- and stuff happens. I mean, the, the show before uh, at Logan, uh, it was Davy who got hurt, right? Yeah, and Davy's knee went out, and that that was, that was really scary because I was ringside for Davy's match. Yeah, he went and, into that barricade, right? Yeah, and I was, push. I believe I was like one of the few people who actually knew knew. So I always, you always just in case, depending on yeah. how long they're they're down for, you're just like, are you? okay stuff like that i looked at him and i was like i whispered Mm -hmm. at him and i was like are you okay and he goes no i'm really really hurt okay and it was just like it's devastating because at the same time i gotta stay professional and i gotta right do that is the protocol the x in in independence i don't at this point i I don't see many people throwing up i don't i don't know if the x thing really um i think the x has lost its Legitimacy because it's been used so many times in like storylines, in which I think is I think is a horrible idea. Faux axes. Yeah, and I think that's. Mm -hmm. I mean, you need something to just hey guys, really quick, let's just. Mm -hmm. And I think when you do that, nobody knows what to do. But it wasn't to the point where the match couldn't continue. I mean, Davy Vega is he's a professional at the end of the day. And he continued with the match. He took a nasty pounce from Keith Lee on the outside of the ring into a barricade. That's after. when he did not get up after that. He did not get up after that. He stayed on the outside was, after that. Was that, that the, was that what hurt his knee? Or did no, he hurt his, knee he was hurt he, his knee was hurt before that. Oh, and then he I took thought that he was bump. selling it. He took that barricade bump. And he took the, the barricade bump, and I was okay. just, it was, I was devastated for him. I was just like, I, I just know it was, he's in a lot of pain. Okay. And luckily, it wasn't as bad as it was out to be he just out for a few weeks he said right so i mean 
It's uh, it kind of stinks because um, I, and I don't know if he would have been Fitchett's tag team partner, but did you see what Fitchett did? Yeah, Fitchett yeah. was up against uh, Bludgeon Brothers. He got bludgened. Yeah, he got bludgeoned <laughs> by the Bludgeon Brothers. So. I think it just been really. I don't know who Fitchett's partner was. I didn't look into I some have other no, job. It was yeah. Um, it would have been cool to see the besties rocking like matching tights and getting squashed together. I just would have wanted to see their jackets on WWE TV. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, cool. So AEW Chaos Theory and, and some one I'm definitely looking to pick up digitally along with Art of War just to catch up because, like I said, I've had FOMO. Um, uh, we talked about other notable matches. Freelance Underground Super Bader Brawl. So this is this what, is a the show one, you went to. This is a show I went to on Super Bowl Sunday. And I have notes here that I can pull up. Um, and you can see my whole screen now. Um, so things that suck out to me. So Thunder Rosa, oh, I uh, regretted so much not going. I wanted to see her live so bad. Okay, why? Tell me why. You got a crush on her? Uh, she is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's been around for a while, and I like I followed her, and especially like she uh, was highlighted in um, in Lucha Underground. That's where she kind of like you was know, exposed to the world. Was she was she in a lot of season three? Uh, she was okay because I so I haven't seen season three. I feel like season, season three two. And season two. I feel like season two. She just kind of like hung out in the rafters though. She was doing like a sting thing. She didn't really wrestle okay. a ton. I mean, like a little right. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I I didn't see it. I haven't seen a ton of her stuff. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's why I was. No, no, no. That's why I was. I wanted to go and everything was set for me to go, but okay, I couldn't go. Anyway. Um. So so she has uh she has some um some swagger. Like noticeable swagger, okay. uh, and just the way that she carries herself. So that's something like, and if uh, we're not going to go through the whole card here, of freelance underground, uh, but that is something that just stuck out to me, in a good way. She's confident in the ring. Absolutely. So it it shows. Mm-hmm. And she wrestled Savannah Stone, who also just did a job for Nia Jax. Yes. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Savannah Stone's very. I think she's like seventeen years old. That's what I heard. Very very young. Which the ma- is- which is confusing as why. How did she get new WWE ring at seventeen? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I saw online. I it was like it was okay within the state that they were in. Oh, is that a? Oh, is there a rule against that? I don't. I don't know. I just okay. thought. I thought we just thought they eighteen. Eighteen and over. Just yeah. eighteen. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know. I mean, right, I'm, right. I don't. Yeah. I just think seventeen is just. That's you haven't been at the backstage WWE. No, politics, no, I haven't so. been. I haven't not been yet, backstage WWE. <laughs> but I just, yeah, when I heard seventeen, I was just like, wow. Right. Yeah. Um, so. it, the match, the match itself felt at times to like be a little sloppy, um, and I don't know really know who to contribute that to. But uh, Thunder Rosa is is an attraction on a card, and someone like you should make a point to see if possible. Um, and the way she interacted with the fans too after was really cool. Cool. Um, some other things that stuck out to me, uh, so Pat Monix against Isaiah Velasquez. So, and <laughs> screw Andy Long for booking this match. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love Andy Long. Uh, but I was so was conflicted. He, he was, uh, he was, the, I'm pretty sure he was the ref for this match, but, um, it was, there was a two juice t- chant too as well. Uh, oh, like the match yeah. stopped mm-hmm. for a two juice chant, but it was the most, uh, I was the most conflicted I think I've ever felt in like the last year of wrestling because I, you just want both of these guys to succeed so hard. Um, so it was, it was like, I was a little torn. Pat Monix, and this was going, this was for the mid card title. I think it's the independent championship and Pat Monix ended up going over and, uh, there was embracement at the end. There was a bounce house in this brewery. Yeah. That was, I wanted to get in there. That's my wrestling. (laughs) Right. 
Um, actually, Craig Mitchell and Gary J did a couple. They were in the main event, uh, and they did a couple uh, bumps into the bounce house. There was like a okay. into like the side of it. So that was really really funny. Um, and then the the hottest my like my favorite thing in Chicago independent pro wrestling right now is the feud between GPA and Kylie Ray because it's it's continuing in so many places. It's continued over to Ze- it's gone over to Zello. And now, like, I know they're, they're very similar promotions, but a, comp- a different company, you could say, to Freelance Underground. And we booed the hell out of him. The, the, the hashtag beat up GPA crew booed the hell out of him when he came out. Um, he was giving us, like, he gives us those, like, side smirks. You mm-hmm. know, that look. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, him and Kylie Ray were fantastic during the match in terms of not working together. They were, con- like, Kylie Ray was constantly looking out of, the, out of the corner of her eye towards him. Like, it's almost like a look of, I can't believe what he did to me, and I don't want to be his tag team partner right now, like mixing those two emotions together. Um, at the end, they ended up winning because Superiority Complex actually turned on each other. I saw that. In this yeah. match. So a lot of this stuff that uh, that you're mentioning, I'm like, okay, it comes back to my... I'm like, because Martin has been posting a bunch of videos about this one. Correct. Um, so I feel like if I actually sat down and went through his timeline, I could probably see the whole show. It's and true. I'm, I'm actually really happy that the GPA Kylie Ray story is not just to freelance because there's Correct. nothing more frustrating. And I think it's because it's all in Chicago. You can't you can't you fool have the to crowd like that. Like you, yeah. you have a lot of the same fans. Yeah. But there's nothing worse than seeing like a tag partners who were who were tagging the night before and then they're they're bitter enemies the next day because they're in another promotion. And I get it. It's hard to coordinate everything. Right. I'm not blaming anybody for that, but it's nice. It's nice to see that, that continuing. Absolutely. Because what GPA did to Kylie was there's, there's too many unspeakables, man. <laughs> I mean, it's just so it much was, disdain for this human being. He, I don't even consider him a human anymore. <laughs> um, he has no soul. GPA. Um, also, like right as he like the night he turned on her, they wrestled in an intergender match in like sabotage wrestling in Texas. So you can even say the rivalry has gone down there. So it's it's multiple. The rivalry is multiple states, and yeah. it's probably like three or four promotions right now, deep or wide. Um, so I think that's like that's my favorite like thing right now on the Chicago independent scene, and um, I just wanted to continue and. At the end, GPA held both tag team titles in his because they're the tag champs at Freelance Underground. Held both titles in his hand, and then he just dropped one on the ground and left with his. So it's like, they're that's the that's that adds another element too. They have to work together. So like, how are they going to do that? So, yeah. Um, so those are just my really cool observations, I guess you could say, from Freelance Underground. So real quick before Super we move on, um, yes. what did you think of the venue? Like, this is the, your first time there. Good question. Um, it, it's funny. Every time I see a venue, a picture of it, and I go there, it's completely different than what I picture in my head. Uh-huh. I don't know if you have ever had that feeling. Like when I, before I went to Logan, I saw a ton of pictures of Logan Square Auditorium, and then I went there. I was like, this is it. Like well, not the, in a the, bad the way. The recent video that was released of uh, um, Faces of Chicago with WGN, I think. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Like Logan Square looks so different than when you're there. It does. It looks gigantic. Uh, it looks, yeah, it looks huge. It looks, I that's mean, what and I yeah, like, it, you know, and at times maybe you feel small because we're so packed in there, you know, but right. still, like, getting that, those views, I guess, from the balcony or whatnot 
makes it look huge. Right. First time AEW booked in Logan, I thought it was the biggest thing ever because I'm so used to Berwyn shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was I was a I was a Berwyn lifer from back in the day or whatever. Right. And then we didn't go there for a year, and then we came back, and then I go. So it was just the next year was for the next Windy City Classic because that's when they only booked Windy City Classics there. Okay. And then I was like, this place is small. Like, I thought it was small, but I love the... The pictures make it look bigger. I love the atmosphere of of Logan. The crowd at Logan makes it every time. Like... Yes. That's very true. Uh, did you have one? Sorry, did you have no, one no. I mean, say? I just i i love i love being at Logan. Plus, I'm I live around the corner. Right. <laughs> Support local. That, that, that helps. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Logan, Freelance's home is the name of Freelance Wrestling's next show this Friday, February 9th. Is there something that all of you are most excited for? I'm going to start with Chris. Shit, I was going to ask you if you had the card up. Oh, I could bring the card up, dog. All that four way. If you go to twoheelsintheface.com. Upcoming Chicago Wrestling Shows tab. You'll see it. Freelance Wrestling, February 9th. Freelance is home. All these new promo pictures. The one with Stevie Fierce is fucking so creative. Yeah, that one is not mine. I I believe that's from Unrestricted Photography, who does the freelance. He does freelance underground as well. Okay. He does some amazing work. Yes. Um, That, when I saw that, I go, that is smart. Where it's just him looking in the mirror, and they're using it, because it's kind of like... Yes. He's, he's still such a bad guy, and I love that. He never let that go. Mm-hmm. He never became the cool bad guy. Okay, he's just good point. He's he's always stayed as Stevie, and he, I think it's gotten worse of a heel with his title reign as it went on, and I think that picture is the perfect representation of his character. Absolutely. Um, it, for those who haven't seen the photo, Stevie Fierce has his, his back to the... If you're looking at the poster, he has his back to you, and he's holding up a mirror in his right hand and you see the re- reflection of his face in the mirror to the, try to describe it. The new Ethan Page one is on here. Yes. Uh, he's looking good. Um, and if you scroll down, so matches announced, we have a scramble match. Uh, Carlos Gabriel, Kenny Sutra, Robert Anthony, Giassi, who's returning from an injury. Gringo Loco, who's popping up literally everywhere. Eric Cannon, and then I believe really closely, it says two people from a rise seminar. So there's going to be two women wrestlers. In this match, and that's one, two, three, four. That's what eight, eight. Holy shit, eight man scramble. <laughs> um, Jake Parnell, who just got stitches in his mouth. That was. Yeah. Did, you, did you guys see that? How, how I he saw got photos. That? Did you see how he got that injury? It was something with a turnbuckle got ripped out of his mouth. Or yeah, something like that. I, he had a turnbuckle in his mouth, and apparently he got ripped out and made a nice little uh, cut all the, the down his face. What cut him? Like the the string of it? No, the, the metal. Oh, okay. He had the metal turnbuckle, the part where you hook it into the into the corner post. Oh, Jesus! That was in his mouth. Okay. And that's what Rip. I was just like, he's talented. So I'm. I'm really. I hope he's still. He'll still be good for this match. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if he's cleared yet, but if he is, uh, Viking War Party and Four Star Heroes should be really fun. That's for the Freelance Tag Team Championships. Uh, Viking War Party. He's with. uh, I believe that's Alex Rudolph. Yeah. Um, and they're and they're like a fat. I think there's like four of them in this faction. There's four Vikings. Um, and I think this this will be good for me because I feel like Jake Parnell is someone who I think needs a little bit more of an identity. If that makes sense, like, and I, and I said this on the freelance snack size episode, like the match was Jake Parnell against Anthony Henry, and I I felt like I didn't. There was nothing. Oh, 
there's nothing for me to like kind of sink my teeth into for these people. Now, Anthony Henry has that now because he started beef with Stevie. I feel like this will give maybe Jake Parnell a little bit more of an identity, somewhere for me to put him in my head. And I think more and more is Jake, because I think this is like maybe his, what, third or third or fourth freelance show? Yeah, something like that. And I think once he starts getting more and he gets involved in a storyline and stuff like that, I think just once he gets that opportunity, I mean, he can wrestle great. Yeah. Um, and just like you said with Anthony Henry, like, just you just need something to get attached to. Right. Let them roll with it. I really believe that the freelance crowd will get behind him. Okay. Cool. Uh, maybe a little war paint we'll see him in. Yeah. I think that'll be good. Uh, Gregory Iron versus Craig Mitchell. This is a very, very unique matchup. Um, I don't even really know what to expect with this. Um, Gregory Iron is just obviously fantastic on the mic, and then Craig Mitchell's a powerhouse. So this is like this is the, probably the most unique matchup on the card. Um, I think this yeah. will be uh, Craig Mitchell's coming out as a singles wrestler for because I know oh, he does freelance right. underground uh, singles. Yeah, but now that there's no more beta, he's kind of gonna be. This is kind of like Craig Mitchell 1.0, we should say. Right. So, but the, uh, Gregory Iron is usually, you know, coming out as a heel, and so is Mitchell. That yeah, that's why like it's almost like so unique that it's confusing to me. Uh huh. And I don't know which way what's going. But I'm happen. excited though. I'm excited to see Gregory Iron back in the ring. Like I haven't I hadn't seen him in a while. Yeah, it's, it has been a while. I think the last time we saw him was probably an AEW show. The last yeah, the last time is when he did that. Uh, he did that promo on Brian Cage with the juice and then, box. Right, and then mm-hmm. got like spun around. And got in the destroyed air. and then uh-huh. uh, has never been seen since. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Aaron Epic versus Kobe Durst in a singles match. Uh, so a chance for Kobe Durst to shine again. I'm, sh- I'm sure he'll go over in that. Um, and then Aaron, I don't know who Aaron Epic is, and it looks like he's got a, a valet or a manager with him. Anthony Henry versus Stevie Fierce. Like, this is what I was saying. Yeah. Um, Anthony Henry kind of now has I've I, he has more of an identity for me and like now he has a meaningful mm-hmm. feud here at least at least the start of one for single matches this is this is my pick for the for the singles matches for for match of the night for match, match of the, the night, night if we're okay. gonna go off all the singles matches this is my this is my pick okay I feel like this is gonna get the crowd over this is gonna get like they're they're two really talented this is the one that's gonna send us to intermission. Yeah, that's a good call. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like this is semi main material. This match. Okay. So I think I think this should be either yeah you either put in that match before intermission mm-hmm. to help cool off the crowd afterwards, or mm-hmm. you put that in semi main because it's that good. It's, I mean, you got Stevie who hasn't been seen since he lost the title, right? right. And then you have Anthony Henry who cut that great promo on Stevie, right? The unfortunate pairing of Pat Monix. And Elliot Paul versus the N words, uh, so I, I I believe and this is I believe to just continue the unfortunate pairings rise to stardom. Um, I'm look I mean I I think it's going to lead to a four star heroes versus unfortunate pairing and that like that's something I'm really looking forward to. Not to discredit or count out the N words, but obviously we're all on the well actually you're not on the Pat no, Monix no. train. No oh, no, I'm I'm on the Pat Monix train, but. I kind of like this whole with the Zello thing. I kind of like what Simon Green or Simon Grimm has been doing with. Have you seen the? New I pro- saw the video too. Did yeah, you see yeah. the video I that he posted up? Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. that was. I like creative stuff like that. It was creative, absolutely. So mm-hmm. I just. Uh, I I like unfortunate pairing right now though. Like okay. I'm okay. I'm behind I'm behind it because it. So you're behind I, the unfortunate pairing. I'm very much behind it because it's it's personality for both of them, which is something that, I think is needed in, in independent wrestling instead of just wrestling. 
Correct. I feel like anytime Absolutely. you can attach That's a good point. I feel like anytime you can attach a character to somebody and they can roll with it, it just makes them more valuable than yeah. just a match because we've all watched matches that are amazing that we're going holy shit and this is awesome, but two, three months down the line, it's just another match. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. Where this is we're talking about how they beat up uh the the guy who Ja who was in the who's in the scramble and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Jassy. Jassy. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh I'm I'm very much looking forward to them. Anytime they're featured, I'm happy. Correct. Uh, I know that GPA is going to cut a promo too, explaining his actions against Kylie Ray. That's There's not, no explanation for that. There, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it would be. So that's what I'm most looking forward to. But then there's also a number one contenders match, which I don't really understand because Corbin shouldn't have lost his number one contendership. But he's wrestling, I guess, for to retain that against Space Monkey, the Definition, Isaiah Velasquez, and Ethan Page. So. Um, yeah, if you want to check out our snack size episode on stained glass ceilings, it'll catch you up to speed on all these storylines. Yep, dude, this one's, I mean, yeah, it might not make a lot of sense, but just having those four guys in that match, it's going to be bonkers. Well, the the one the <laughs> one good thing about that match is they all won their matches last month. At okay. the last show, yeah, that's true. they all won oh, that's their a good matches. Point, yeah. So Monkey won the scramble. Was he, he was in the scramble? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. He Monkey won the scramble. Dar- uh, Corbin beat... Uh, Gary J. Yeah, yeah. He beat him. Isaiah beat uh, Bucky. Bucky. And then uh, who did Ethan wrestle again? Ethan. Uh, uh, Eric Cannon. Eric Cannon. He beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, that was a great match. Yes. I, yeah. That was that was a really really good match. So I mean, I feel like this this match makes sense, and that's the continuing uh, continuation that I'd like to see, where you have a storyline that starts and they all start at four separate points, but. Kind of go into it, so right. It's smart booking. Booking that makes sense. Yes. Who wins? Who wins the number one contendership? Uh, I say Corbin. I think he's too hot right now that you don't take it away from him. I say Isaiah. You say I Isaiah. think. I think Isaiah against Shug. Then. Oh man, that would be. I want Isaiah, but I think Corbin's winning. Oh, yeah. I. I mean, I wouldn't. If Corbin wins, I'm not shocked at all. Yeah. But, I mean, Isaiah is my guy. And I think it favors Corbin that it's like a fatal four way, so he can be sneaky about his victory, and like pin someone, True. you know, maybe pin Space Monkey. Um, after like someone will put the finishing move on Space Monkey, and then he comes in for the steal. It's the opportunity to steal because I believe it's only one pin. It's yeah, not yeah. A it's not. A, it's not a uh, four way dance. It's just right. a fatal four way. All right, that was the main course. I hope you're not full yet, and you left room for dessert. Always got room for dessert. Uh, because the dessert is what we talk sweet. about. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. The dessert is too sweet. Um, the bullet cub. The bullet cub's breaking up. Actually, that was something I kind of wanted to put on here. Did you see that? Video? I am not caught up in that. No. No. I don't know if they're breaking up. I think. Are they fine? I. I <laughs> Wait, is this based on the uh, Cody Rhodes? Yeah, Cody Rhodes. Uh, I doing I'm, the, I'm, doing repping, the I'm repping my villain too. club shirt right yes. now. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's is that a gold one? It's the new one. It's the new dude. He's I can't believe he how many he sells like more t-shirts than than a lot of people right now. He's because his, his t-shirt design is great in my opinion, especially the new one because it's the gold accents from his mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's been top rated on Pro Wrestling Tees for like a little bit now. Yeah, I actually like went into Pro Wrestling Tees and they were out. And I had to wait there for them to make it. 
Oh, like that's, oh like so you're a, that vi- that VIP, huh? That are like, well, yeah, no, let me, no, they, let me that's start a, that's the, the press they for you. Offer. That's the service they offer. Oh, really? Yeah, if, they, if they don't if, have it in stock, they'll print it out for you. They'll right print it out for you. I feel so. like that's I, I feel like that's got to be... Look, running those machines is, is expensive, so shout out to Pro Wrestling Tees. They're right next to like. one-hour tees. They are one-hour tees. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think it's a smart business decision because... Absolutely. It's very customer-centric. You have... It's unlimited SKUs. I mean, they don't. They print everything to order, so you okay. have someone in there, right there. You get get it done. But yeah, it was a great service it, to that's have. Hot, that's hot off the press, then. Huh? It was. It was a really fresh shirt, and I felt special. Nice. So, um, but uh, yeah, bro. When I do a New Japan catch up, I'm looking at you, Chris. When mm-hmm. I do New Japan catch up, you got to do it too. So I'm not the only one. So all I'm right, not just right. talking <laughs> against the wall when I catch up on New Japan. Uh, so I'm tasking you with that. Uh, but in the dessert column, we have a couple announcements. So uh, last year, do you want to explain what we did last year? I feel yeah, like I'm talking so this way was, too much. Hey, we're all with it, brother. Um, so this was a brainchild of uh, Charlie to do the buffet bracket. And I'm an idea guy. What can I say? Yeah, you know, super creative over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we did last year is we put promotions against each other. And I don't know what the, I don't know how you came up with those like what the rationale behind that was like the, the, you the, picked the, locals and then like yeah. WWE pay-per-views you picked uh, so mm-hmm. so the goal of so the goal uh, one of the themes of of two years on face wrestling podcast is wrestling is a buffet right so that's why we're in the buffet line and the best part and the best part about wrestling being a buffet is that so many different people like so many different things and you don't have to just be a fan of WWE. You can watch independence. You can watch loose underground. You can watch new Japan. You can watch whatever you want and that's okay. And that's cool. And we're, we embrace that. That's why on some of our older podcasts, like I, I, I re-listened to the one where we talked with the besties. Cause I just thought that conversation was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And, um, Davey Vega was just like, yeah, I'm really in the dragon gate right now. And like, we haven't watched that, but it was cool that he can be in that and like come, bring it to the table and talk about it. So, the, the goal of it was to just get Twitter buzz around our Twitter and like build and grow our Twitter, but also for all these other promotions. And because I really enjoy when March comes around, I really enjoy filling out a March Madness basketball bracket. And like, that's the, like you see a bunch of brands and like a bunch of brands get on it, like with their promotions and like, here's a right. bracket and things like that. So our idea was to put together a bracket of different types of WWE shows and promotions with the simple question who, what do you enjoy watching more? That's it. Simple. And this is to, to, to share and not compare the two, but what do you enjoy watching more? And to vote, you had to either hit the favorite button or hit the retweet button. I remember, I remember that tournament. Right. It yeah. was on Twitter, and Freelance, exactly. Freelance won it. Freelance won it. Freelance won it. And that's why and we made them a custom belt, and we presented it in the ring in a freelance show. And, uh, yeah, they, it, was, it was to bring awareness to Freelance. I mean, I hope we did. Um, a retweet does do that in a sense. And uh, now we're going to do it again this year. And so the announcement is, what is that it? We're going to be doing it with uh, independent wrestlers. Just independent wrestlers. And it's all people that are uh, pretty local and all people that we've seen. And uh, a people, some of the people that we've met before and things. It's people who we think know of us to some extent. A lot of freelance people are in it. We haven't announced the bracket yet, but we will. And once again, this is the question is going to be simple. Who do you enjoy watching more? Not what do you enjoy watching more, but who? And uh, it's once again, it's not to compare. It's just to share. Um, and there's going to be the same way to vote. We're just going to – Chris is probably going to make the graphics because he's awesome at it. He's really good at it. And we're just going to 
put two people up against each other. And you know, you can vote some might say that we would need some some pictures, right, of these wrestlers. Oh yeah. Who oh who would be who the, who, 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 <laughs> who who would contribute to that? Who could uh, help? Who could help with that? Uh, but yeah, so I know a guy. Yes, yes, you do. Um, so when the time comes, probably late February, early March. Um, we'll release the big bracket and we'll, uh, we'll go week by week, right? Week by week. And the, the last day was on uh, WrestleMania day, I believe. Yeah. So like, that'll be the last day. Perfect. And then we haven't, an, we don't know what we're going to give that person yet, but it'll be something special. Maybe yeah. we'll buy them tacos or something like that. Tacos um, are always special. Right. But not Taco Bell tacos. Uh, that speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Hashtag beat up Taco Bell. No, that's not cool. Um, also fantasy wrestling. Our fantasy wrestling league. Yeah. We're in, this is like our fourth or fifth season, right? Yeah, I think fifth season. Dropthebelt.com. Uh, it's admin run, and you pick a bunch of wrestlers, and they score points based on what they do. Matches get you like 20 points. You win more points if you get a belt, et cetera, et cetera. We want to give a quick update on that. The team name called the Dream Destroyers, who's Martin. Who's Martin, yeah. He's coming to get his belt back. The current title holder is Jeremy Zaha, the real Jeremy Zaha. And Martin is in the lead right now with 697 points. Um, Martin's team is Asuka, Cedric Alexander, his two main point scorers. And then he has Xavier Woods, Chad Gable, Sasha Banks, just picked up Roderick Strong. And Alexa Bliss, Bliss. who only has surprisingly five points right now because she hasn't really been wrestling a ton. Um, Second place is Spencer, who is our friend from Milwaukee. And Chris is sitting in third place. Cero yeah. Miedo Cabron is your team name. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you feel about your, your third place? Uh, pl- uh, uh, it just position? feels like um, I need to make some moves. I need to really take my time. I haven't actually been dropped the belt in a few weeks. So Okay. You're, you got, a, you got a, a good team by the looks of it. AJ Styles, The Miz, Cesaro. You have Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt who have been beating each other up. <laughs> right. Carmella, who's a potential right. I'm waiting for a cash in. Yeah. When's that gonna happen? I'm assuming at Mania. The Chamber, brother? No. No. I'm going big. Okay. No, I don't. I don't know. The Chamber might be a good opportunity for her. Okay. Uh, Um, But yeah, the the true underdog story continues of Chris uh, chasing that uh, fantasy. It's all in the chase, brother. It's all in the chase. Um, And then we after is Jonathan, our friend, uh, our new friend. Or who, well, actually, we haven't met him, but a Jeremy's friend. His name is Prabhu. Yep. Uh, sixth place is Alan. I'm in seventh. And then the current title holder, Jeremy, is in eighth. Wow. New champ. There might be a new champ. Uh, do you play any, uh, BZ, do you play any fantasy wrestling or fantasy uh, sports? I haven't done any fantasy sports in about two years now just because I was just... Okay. I used to actually do fantasy MMA where you would pick the That's winners. That's interesting. Yeah, so how that worked is you would pick the winners on the card and how they would win and in, w- in which round. Okay. So that's how all the points and stuff like that were based for that. Okay. Um, and that was actually pretty fun because you never had to worry about like a team or anything. You just picked whoever was on that card, and that's how the pointing point system works. But So you were your own team. Yeah, you were your own team. It was yeah. very individual. There was no, there was no oh, I have to worry about this person being injured or something like that. Okay. So, but no, I I used to do fantasy football a lot, but um, just you get frustrated. It's so easy to get frustrated with fantasy football. Right, it is. It is. I, you, I've kind of had to take a step back and like tell myself, 
what is like what is this I'm getting worked up yeah about, right exactly um, and in the position we're recording into you might hear some voices in the background or um, cool so we had some fan question we had some fan question write-ins um, because we tweeted out a photo right before we sat down with you and we're just gonna read off those questions and answer them Graham Bagshaw who I believe is from overseas somewhere I don't know. I think he was from, said he's from England or the UK. He left us a review and didn't even want the the Glory <laughs> Pro tickets. He's just a really nice guy. Uh, he's at Mr. Bagshaw. That's B-A-G-S-H-A-W on Twitter. And um, he wants to know, have we heard anything else about Paige's injury? And uh, if there's a status update on that. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard anything official from, from WWE. Haven't no, seen anything. It's official. all speculation, at least from what I've heard, of... She will have to retire because she has a similar back injury to Edge that Edge had. Uh, so I think they're kind of keeping her as like kind of the manager or like still leader, but not wrestling of absolution. Right. And uh, I don't think there's anything like official on what she's. She's probably in kind of like a purgatory. I don't know what to do with my career kind of place. Are they going to keep her around and maybe like a? She could be like a really good manager. Yeah, um, I think she's going to evolve because there's that. a lack of those, mm-hmm. right? So that could be an opportunity, but that's, then it's like, does she even want to be around the business if she can't wrestle? So it's, it's weird like, because she still comes out in wrestling gear. Yeah, she doesn't right. look like a manager. She looks like another wrestler right. at the moment. They're kind of still like keeping that there. Yeah, I think because like, of the whole absolution thing. I don't, right. I, I don't, they don't think kill they're the ready. I don't think, yeah, I don't think they're ready to give that up exactly. just yet. Because mm-hmm. she's also so. the, the leader of the faction. So Right, right, right. Um, so nothing, no, no, no nothing word official. on that. Nothing mm-hmm. new. Um, Hector, who we spoke to or spoke about earlier, he's at Worker Park 81. This is our friend Hector, who um, is on a AEW show Cold Streak right now. <laughs> he said, Is the great John Cena getting a title shot at Mania? That's his first question. What oh. do you think, Chris? Not at all. I'm going to say not at all. Well. <laughs> not at all. Uh, no. Yeah, I can agree. I don't yeah, think. You should have seen this, man, when, uh, when Cena came out at the Rumble. He <laughs> went ape shit and, you know, he was just being In a, a bad clown. Way. No, like he's a, he really likes John Cena. Like, oh, he does. Yeah. Okay. He's not being sarcastic. Because I would he think a lot of John the, Cena. I would think a lot of. Oh, I, I thought that was sarcasm. I I, I think uh, he he has the the spinning belt. No way. The John no. Cena spinning belt. I think no he does. Because yeah. so. I would think a lot of the CWK would be uh, anti John. Yeah, but you know. Okay. Hector's Hector. Yeah, you don't care. Great. He, cool. Yeah. I think right. I think WWE has fully transitioned away from him being number one. Okay. And they went through that awkward two-year period where they made him kind of like how when The Rock was on his way out almost mm-hmm. back in 2002, just slowly. They're, they're slowly phasing him out. They're slowly phasing him out. And I he think, does have that title to beat, though. Is he going to, or excuse me, that uh, that record. Is he going to beat that record, I don't, an unofficial I, record of Flair's title of victories that's still around? I don't think this year. Okay. But, I, he, but still, it's a leaves. possibility, but not right now. I think there's too much focus on... Brock and Braun and Roman yeah. on Raw right, right now. Right. And he might be he might be in a spot, spot where he's like li- like uh, they're using him to lift up Elias. Like it might be an Elias thing at Mania or something like that. Well, yeah, because yeah. Elias did pin him to get that sixth spot in the chamber. Right, so. but he's still in the chamber though, right? No, no, he's still in the chamber. But that that triple threat that oh was that in was the Mania, to determine the sixth that man. was to get yeah. the sixth man. So. Mm-hmm. Or the um, last spot to come right. out of the. Mm-hmm. Actor's second question is thoughts on on CM Punk. Um, his UFC, his upcoming UFC fight in Chicago. Uh, will Punk fans maybe sell out the United Center? My answer to that is no, selling out the United Center. But I don't know. I would think no, but I don't know if UFC 
does it do that regular sell at the United Center? I don't think it's a, like they. They've sell never it had out, a. Pay, this they? is their first pay per view, so they've had fight nights. Okay. Um, and they've had I believe there's been a Fox card and then oh, there's okay. been fight nights, but the thing is, there's no big marquee matches for those, so everybody was just. I don't even. I think there was. I think Demetrius Johnson maybe had a title shot that happened okay. here, but there's never been a big, big, big draw. I mean, you also got um, Bilal so, Muhammad, who's from Chicago, who's okay. who's a UFC fighter. He represents um, Chicago and Palestine. Okay. Um, and then you got you got Punk. I mean, you got everybody up at Roofsome Sport up in Milwaukee. Okay, so who, this is so I'm a little uneducated on UFC, but this is different than the other shows they've ran there because it is a pay per view and not just like a, a um, I guess you the usually it's not a free the card. UFC type of house shows. Right. right? Yeah, it's not a okay. it's not a free card. This isn't like you think of think of it just like running a raw. Or something like that. Okay. With those other shows, yeah, there's there's fights and stuff like that, but okay. there's nothing big, big happening like with a pay per view. Um, so they sell out their shows in Vegas, so this could potentially be a sellout. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's because it's that big. There's gonna be like a huge title. Like yeah, I'm I'm uh, sure defended. Uh, yeah, with the pay per view, okay. you have to have a title of some sort. Okay. Um, with the whole with ever since the new owners that took over, they've been putting interim titles in place of if they can't get a title mm, shot, mm-hmm. if they can't get a title fight, they'll put something there. But okay. I, I I think they have to do something big. Okay. Because it's Chicago. And I don't I don't think selling out United Center is that out of reach. Yes. In my opinion. Now that I know the the uh, I mean the Young Bucks are gonna do that, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> have, they, have they released? No, have they not released yet. Yeah, Ma, yeah I don't. There was there was like a a picture of them at believe in the stadium and. Oklahoma or something like that. Oh, it was in Oklahoma. There was there was uh, a yeah, picture. They'll, they'll of take them. pictures of themselves at the stands. They'll take pictures. I mean, if they oh, were gonna, if they were going to do <laughs> if they were going to do Chicago, I think they would do Sears Center and Hoffman Estates personally. Oh yes, yes. That's, oh, that's there's been uh yeah I remember that's the best right. arena that they can do that has the big arena feel without probably the extra costs of doing um Allstate or United yeah. United Center is probably insanely expensive. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would sell out Allstate because like if NXT take over Chicago didn't sell out there. I don't think they could sell Yeah, out. and that's I mean that's the same crowd. Right. Yeah, I mean, so right, I mean right. that, that it's it's a lot. I mean, I think they can do 10k easy in Chicago. I mean, I think ROH Right. Because it's not just Chicago, it's the Midwest. Oh, I mean, I mean, I think you, I think you that. get everybody in the country just to. Yeah, 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 that's true. People will travel for that. Remember, Uncle Dave said they they couldn't do it. So I think this the, that's where this this all stemmed from. Cody's mm. like, I can sell out ten thousand, and Uncle Dave was like, Nope. Who's Uncle Dave? Sorry, uh, Dave Meltzer. Uncle oh. Dave. They refer to him as Uncle Dave <laughs> on uh, on being the elite. Oh, I haven't. I need to catch up on that. <sighs> oh, on so you, so you haven't me. seen so you haven't seen. The cliffhanger that that uh, Chris and I have been referring to. What cliffhanger? Did you see? I, I, no, I said I haven't. Come oh, out you that. haven't no. seen it either. Mm. No, there was a no. huge cliffhanger with Kenny Omega mm. that refers. That's why I said they're not split up yeah, yet. Yeah, because yeah. there's a huge cliffhanger that uh, that leaves a lot of unanswered questions. Well, I got some homework to do then. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, so. Uh, we wanted to leave one fan. We wanted to give the, the, you, the listener or fan, a question too to take home. So I just thought this was a really cool thing to wrap your head around. We know that the mixed match challenge is is going on, so uh, you can just reply to our Twitter um, or at Facebook if you want. But we mostly interact with people on Twitter, and that's at the number two heels in a face. Tweet us a fantasy mixed match challenge pairing, and you can use any wrestler 
female and male of all time. So fantasy pairings for the Mixed Mass Challenge, all time. There's no limits. It doesn't just have to be WWE people. It can be current wrestlers. It can be wrestlers who have passed away. Um, but just tweet us uh, fantasy pairings for that. Because I feel like that's just a, a really cool thing to talk about. And like I haven't taken the time to kind of... Uh, you know, brainstorm my own, but that mm-hmm. is for the fan question for you to take away. So the, you, the listener, has some homework as well, and then tweet us that. What do you think? Cool. Did you did you watch last night's? Uh, no, no. I watched the first two. I watched the first two. That was it. Was actually pretty fun. It was a yeah, good, it was good match with match. Uh, Rose Gold with Mandy Rose and Golda's versus. Uh, their their look was completely it was completely over Rose Gold. Oh yeah, oh. I mean that. I mean those were just our looks. I mean it just really worked right, out. Right, their gimmicks right. worked out together, and then you have, was it? Is it Jay? Uh, it's Jay Uso, right? It's Jay. I think it's Jay and Naomi. Yeah. I don't know if, I think it was Jimmy the, the one. The, the couples that they're married. I don't know, it's the yeah. Uso. It's <laughs> Naomi's the, it's husband. Us, it's yeah. Uso and Naomi. <laughs> Naomi's yeah, husband. Us, and Naomi. Here, that's easy to say. Uso and Naomi. Yeah, yeah everyone's Uso. <laughs> um, um, I I think I, the, I feel I feel that. Um, They've been doing they've been doing like a pretty good job during these mix match challenges to like put in really unique spots. Like they've been coming up with some new shit. And like WWE can get kind of stale. We've talked about this. Like sometimes it feels like they're going to the motions on a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like Alexa Bliss doing the uh, what was called I think in NXT like the Sparkle Splash. It might be called something else now. Off of Braun Strowman's shoulders to finish their match. Right. Like so. You're going to see, when you tune into the Mix Max Challenge, you're going to probably see something you haven't seen before, which is really cool. So that, that at least gets people to uh, watch it. And the numbers have been going down every week in terms of like Facebook views, but apparently they're pleased with the numbers that they got. Because so. I would think you need to give it, even though it goes live, the people that watch it live, it's, it's one set of people, but then... You know, you leave it on for a couple of days, and they're all and on they, there. You can go to their Facebook right, page exactly. and watch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw this week's one up. So that's a good thing because you had Daniel Bryan as a special referee as well in this that's match. That's right, he was. Okay. Um, they, I think the the views went up by like six or seven thousand. I remember reading this morning. Okay. But you mean so, like after the fact? No, the oh. actual live, live viewership feed? was up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but from the thing week is, three. For week, this is week four now, I believe. This is week yeah. four. So week four beat week three. Yeah, week four okay. beat week three. Well, okay. I mean, but I think I don't think there's a lot of people watching live. But I saw like the the overall viewership like throughout the week was really up. Okay. Because I don't the residual. I don't like think the, it's like mm-hmm. a must see that you need to see right then and there because it doesn't affect any storylines or anything Absolutely like that. Absolutely not. Yeah. So I think people are just. And uh, you have a week to watch it before the next one rolls in. Yeah, right, just right, casually right. watch it. Mm-hmm. Before because exactly. they're like fifteen minute matches. That's or how whatever. everyone watches wrestling now. You watch it when you do have the time, not when. It, it's actually yeah. On. I still haven't watched SmackDown yet, but it's on Hulu, so I'll probably get to watch it t- tonight or right. tomorrow. You can use Hulu, or you can I just forget go that I have YouTube. Hulu. Brought to you by Sprint. Yeah, that's uh, that's how I watch Hulu because <laughs> I get it from, from Sprint. Nice. So you got the hookup. Okay, uh, we've been here for quite some time. I don't know how long, but a lot of good uh, things we've talked about. A lot of good content. So that you have the floor now for shameless plugs. Where can people find you or contact you or? Um, photo shoots anything. Um, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can find me uh twitter and instagram are the biggest things that i'm active on it's just bz it's uh b it's two, complicated it's, it's b two e's four z's and a y you b, can tell two I've, e's four z's and a y yeah i mean if you just type in basil really i mean how do you spell that b-a-s-i-l b-a-s-i-l yeah so i mean you can you'll find me i mean i'm obnoxious so <laughs> you'll you'll somewhere if from time to time you want to get into, um, you know, 
a nice little argument on Facebook. <laughs> you can find them too. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I've never given my opinions on anything in life. <laughs> Let's, uh... uh... Yeah, but thank you. Uh, thank you for joining me. And I think it's been long overdue and I have enjoyed our conversation and uh, there'll be many more to come in the future. I appreciate it. And uh, I hope you guys check out Freelance and AW. And so it's... Yes. Uh, yeah, shout out to Trent and Brian and Mike Absolutely. and Dr. Keith. So Absolutely. Um, and yeah, in the future, you were saying you want to do an episode with Trent. So I think oh, we absolutely. Gotta, we got to bring Trent back. Yeah. Uh, now we have an extra spot over to my right, too, for Trent. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe we'll make that happen. Trent's but. about to release a new album coming up. Yes, Hemi Music. Hemi right? Music. I don't know the date, but I know it's this month. Yes. He's having his release party, um, it's the same night as Naito Show. Oh, uh, I think at Dirty <laughs> Nelly's. Yeah. So, well, I mean, the Naito show is sold out. So if you if you haven't gotten a ticket to the Naito show, you can go check out Trent and Hemi. I think it's at, uh, I think it's at Dirty Nelly's. Okay. Hemimusic.com. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll find all the information there. Yes. Uh, Chris, take us home. All right. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. You can find Charlie directly on Twitter at Chuck underscore Colorado. Underscore. You can find me at Compadre Chris, and you can always go to our website, twoheelcenterface.com, for upcoming Chicago wrestling shows. Correct. All right. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, hashtag PushPaco, hashtag BWGPA. Kane is in the building. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder?